you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast for two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noll, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, The Chase to My Pollard, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form? Do you hear that, Mike? That is the sound I probably did at least probably 20 to 25 times while watching assassin 33 ad <laughs> and i bit off a little more than we could chew this week i think <laughs> it's bad y'all it's it's really bad i and I, i'm sorry but who who suggested this was it was his daniel said daniel suggested that one well you asked daniel if he had any film a suggestion and daniel threw this out there and i very quickly said great we'll do both i feel like every movie daniel suggests for us like is just because mm-hmm. what wasn't the last one um what was the last one i, I can't remember uh it was right after we did cool dog it, it was cool dog that was one that daniel did a pitch to i don't remember what the, what he then suggested oh, okay. for us after that to look back um, but yeah, daniel has a, a knack of punishing yeah, us the, for trusting him it's really on us oh catwoman was the movie daniel had catwoman. Us after cool dog yeah so which one which one is pollard and which one is owens uh pollard is the not i meant of us oh <laughs> uh, right well i don't know madison which one of us do you think is the really uptight shitty one and which one of us do you think is the one that everybody else really likes hmm. oh i'm the uptight one that that wasn't okay if you're just I gonna wasn't... say if you're gonna take it okay oh yeah. oh yeah yeah no i know i mean <laughs> I'm I'm always the one who, who's talking about the rules and pulling you back from having all the fun in the world. I know that's fine. I'm the podcast dad. It's You're okay. Podcast dad. Yeah, I'm I'm fun podcast uh, auntie. What'd you say? I'm fun podcast auntie, 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 auntie. Okay. Auntie Madison. All right. Let's let's just briefly talk about Assassin Thirty Three. Okay. I think I think we should. I think we should at least like get some like hot points about what it is about just to give reference. So basically Assassin 33 AD is the story of Ram Goldstein <laughs> and his uh, friends who are all geniuses and they're attempting to invent teleportation and instead invent time travel. Uh, and their benefactor, who is, of course, a radical Islamic terrorist, is going to use it to send a SWAT team back in time to kill Jesus and stop Christianity from ever becoming a thing. So... If you've seen what well, we, we, we both watched this movie because we did an episode on it. Mm-hmm. Imagine Christian Mingle, like the vibe of that movie where God is very mm-hmm. present. Like, and this one literally, li- literally, he's he's present in this movie. <laughs> um, because in this movie, they kill Jesus, <laughs> and then via time travel shenanigans, they sort of save Jesus. Yeah. So, there's like a SWAT team who goes back and kills jesus and then like the team of scientists tries to go back and save jesus and there's mm-hmm. literally multiple more m- moments in this movie where the um the woman uh scientist um which i didn't catch her name <laughs> i didn't catch i don't remember her name either she says you have to save jesus <laughs> and it's just here's like thing. jesus christ literally here's the thing i've told a few people when i've talked about this movie 
this is a very bad movie, yet somehow still the best Fantastic Four movie we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My roommate and I were watching it, and I was just like, this is the Fantastic Four. Their entire vibe. Like, he's super smart. She's, like, his girlfriend <laughs> and and wife, whatever. She's also very smart, but, like, she really is playing that Sue Storm role. They're, they have another scientist there who's a, a black man. I'm not sure his name. I, don't, I didn't catch his name. He's really just kind of Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... <laughs> just a great fantastic four movie where they go back in time to save jesus christ yeah it's really bad <clears throat> probably the only thing of note that's always the ending of the movie mm-hmm. is and you have to watch the credits oh you do if you wanted to sit through the credits after like sitting through this shit storm that is that movie that's probably the movie. one of the most this movie is probably one of the most confusing time travel movies i've ever watched as far as like I couldn't follow what was going on, like, or just like, okay, so which timeline are they in at this point? Because there's like four. Yeah, I'm not, this isn't a brag. I followed it pretty well. I watch a lot of time travel stuff, so I think Uh, that helped. uh, It's, it was bad. But if you did manage to sit through the end of the credits, there, it does like a flashback or a callback to one of the scenes where um, the Ram guy and uh, the female scientists get killed, but they or they get shot uh, and he Mm -hmm. makes his way over to the time travel thing and um sends them into the future and Mm -hmm. in the future the SWAT team like finds them and says the antichrist uh needs to uh needs to see them or like the antichrist let's save that for the pitches when we get to our pitch ideas and let's jump ship (laughs) to uh in the heart of the sea yeah in the heart of the sea is legitimately i i really had a good time watching it and i think it's a really well done mm-hmm. movie pretty impressive too i don't know how much it was a ron howard flick about the story that inspired moby dick of the essex the ship essex mm-hmm. which is a whaler ship that was downed i didn't get the years stoved, stoved. but i just i love that they used the stove by a white whale yeah and I will say, like, whaling and it was a horrible practice. And that's why whale or mm-hmm. whales are, like, endangered this at this point. Because, like, whaling is, like, overdone and everything. Um, but it was legitimately very fascinating watching the process of mm-hmm. how people whaled back then. Oh, yeah. Academically, it was very interesting to see it done, like, a realistic portrayal yeah. done. Whether or not you are cool with the practice of whaling. Yeah. Which I mean, we're no. not. Uh, but it was. I was also very interested in looking uh, in like watching it and that, and also how they like like the seamanship of whaling, mm. how that you know differs. Like I just, I'm always good. Up, I'm always up for a good seafaring. Yeah, and, yeah. And if you're into nautical stuff, like watch this movie because it's super fucking good. Like, and also really if nautical nonsense. Be something you wish. Yeah. And also, like, I think it was just very impressively done. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure most everything was practical i i think they they probably filmed this on the ocean or maybe some of the scenes like in a studio but like it was it was cool it was well done for more and most likely better discussion on this definitely check out uh our friends over gratuitous pausing on their bracket on a boat episode seven life of pi versus them in the heart of the sea that's where this challenge initially came from but you'll find a lot more nuanced and better discussion about this over there than you will on our dumb goof podcast yeah but yeah, so to talk about the ending of that movie, um, they're really focused on the three survivors. Um, there are more, but the three main characters of Tom Holland's character, Chris Hemsworth's, and then 
that guy mm-hmm. from Abraham Lincoln, uh, <laughs> Vampire Hunter. Abraham Lincoln Vampire yeah, Hunter himself. Uh, who is Pollard. And then Owens mm-hmm. is um, Chris Hemsworth. And then mm-hmm. Young Nickerson. Young Nickerson is Tom was Holland. Tom Holland. So they they all survived and had lives after the movie, um, historically, mm-hmm. too. Like, those were the movies. I don't have any tomatoes this week, so I guess that means it's just time for... Mike drinks. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> That's right. We are going into Mike drinks, where I take over the Madison's Liquids bit, and I have a drink here. I'll show this to you. It's like yellow, like a deep yellow piss color. It is a very, very unhealthily yellow yeah. piss. Um, like you need to drink more water kind of piss. What's water? So yeah, this is just piss that I've already drank, and then oh. let's come back out. Mike drinks, we're going to do something a little different from now on. This is actually a mix of two drinks. Okay. Half and half. So I'm going to drink it, and you can guess one thing, and if you get it right, you win. Okay. You only have to guess one, but you can go all or nothing and guess both. Okay. And if you guess both, you get to pick a very terrible movie. I have to watch it, and I'll live tweet it from the Equalizers okay. page. Fuck. Now, if you go for both, and you get one of them right, doesn't matter. You have to get both. Okay. So you have to decide if you're going to go for the, the grand prize, or you're going to play it safe and guess just okay. one. Everything else is the same rules as Madison's Liquids. All right. Can I see it one more time? Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of foam on top, so it means it's a little fizzy. All right. Is that an acting? Mike's a cringing and like is slapping his, slapping his gums. Um, will you drink a little bit more of that? Will you drink about half of that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is it alcoholic? No. It is not alcoholic. Interesting. Therefore, it's not my own piss by a process of yeah, elimination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike's blood alcohol level is always at like a seven. I basically pee an IPA. IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Let me take that again. Uh, future Mike, cut that. Make it sound like I said IPA first. Sure. Is it fruity? Not really. Let me say this. There is, I do have a slight fruity taste in my mouth. Neither of these things are inherently fruity. Okay. So the it, combination it of fruity. them, the combination does leave a slight fruity taste, but it's not necessarily supposed to be. Okay. Is it flavored fruity? It might not be fruity. I don't believe so. It might not so. be fruity, but it could be flavored fruity. Okay. There is a slight fruity flavor listed. I just wanted to get that clean close up to the mic. Go ahead. Is it flavored <laughs> water of some kind? Ish. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Are both of the drinks carbonated? Yes. Okay. How many questions is that? Are you keeping count? I forgot. Let's say that was five. Would you serve this to your dying wife on her on her uh, on her deathbed? What's she dying from? Um, dehydration. <laughs> then no. <laughs> well, yes. Then yes. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> um, the answer is yes. Would Idris Elba drink this? If you handed them this and you said it was the two things, would he would he take a sip? Yes, I think out of curiosity for sure. Okay, okay. Is this the kind of drink you could get out of one of those Coca-Cola freestyle machines? Like, could you make this from a Coca-Cola freestyle machine? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Let me go check the one I have in our living yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you find these two things at any regular store? Yes. Okay. We have one more question. Have one more question. I'm going to do it the unambiguous one then, or the um. Right. Actually, no. I want the riddle. I want the fucking riddle. Shit. (laughs) You said all the same rules. 
You've, you've made yeah, me no, make I know. Rid- I know. riddles before. I know. Okay. The first is the end of the second. The first is the end of the second. Okay. Do you have a picture? I can find one. Okay. All right. I have sent you the image. So Mike sent me a picture of a woman going into a tissue next to a leaf. Um, so I'm thinking like pollen um, or <laughs> maybe honey. Bees. Maybe. Man, I wish I looked at your face when I said honey. Say it again. Say it again. Honey? <laughs> Oh, God. What a great visual gag for our podcast listeners. Those are carbonated. Okay, so while this is taking too long, I'm going to guess... Are you guessing one or both? Oh, I want to guess both. Um, The riddle's fucking me up. It confused me more. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was thinking coconut something. Is it ginger beer and some sort of ginger water, like carbonated water? Oh, Madison... Neither was correct. Okay. It was pure leaf cold brew, slightly sweet black tea, and immunity aid, the carbonated immunity booster water that I bought both of these at a local grocery store. Oh, the immunity. Oh, okay. Oh, god damn it. Fuck you. I realized that that, that that riddle is useful if you had narrowed it down to at least what one of the liquids was, but they hadn't, so it's just even more confusing. Sure. And that's why the woman was sneezing, because of immunity. Got it. I googled sneeze leaf, and that was the first image that came. Okay. That was like relatively what I was looking for. Well done, well done. I'm all dry. Let's jump into these movies that have to do with Jesus and the ocean. Before we do that, I actually didn't prepare a Madison's Liquids this week. I was already all dry up. It's time to return to that old, reliable Madison's oh, Math Facts. The math is out there. All right. Mike, do you remember what Madison's Math Facts stands for? Do you remember what math stands yeah. for? Yeah, it's Madison's uh, Amazing Tidbits of Hollywood, right? Um, it, it's, it's Madison's Amazing Tidbits. No, I said it right. I said it right. Of heedfulness. No, I, I said it right. <laughs> And it's basically movie trivia related to numbers. You know who'd be really good at movie trivia for this segment? We could get, um, oh, where did I put that dagger? Are we getting, are, okay, so is this whole episode, this is oops all bits. Oops all, oops all bits. If, if, if MovieBot's going to come out. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not pulling out Hollywood Bot. Okay. So I have one fact for each of them. So for uh, Heart of the Sea. To appear meek and without food for an extended period of time, the cast were uh, asked to go on the keto diet, which is a max of 500 to 800 calories a day. Math blasted! Jesus. Which, uh, to get an idea of how much food that is a day, it could be, like, this is just like a, a standard, like, this is as much food as you could eat that day. Mm-hmm. One half cup of oatmeal, a grapefruit, two slices of whole grain bread, a cup of yogurt, one half cup of steamed vegetables, and a single grilled chicken breast. Huh. That's all you can eat all day. Which actually sounds kind of balanced. It sounds like pretty like healthy. Yeah, actually. Slightly larger portions, and that's yeah, it's pretty good yeah, that's day's true. meal. Assassin's 33 AD, that movie was one hour and 50 minutes. Math blasted! <laughs> Here are other things that I could have done with that one hour and 50 minutes of my time. <laughs> Make a pie. Math blasted. Go to the store. Math blasted. Build a birdhouse. Math blasted. 
have sex. Man blasted. A couple times. You only need to five minutes for that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Order food and then wait for it to be made and then go pick it up. Man. And then eat it. You still could have done that while watching the movie. God, this movie sucks. Actually, a lot of those things you could have done while watching a movie. Yeah, probably. But, you know, I'm done. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, um, let's just jump into let's it. Jump into um, it. Let me get our timer started. There we go. All right, our time starts now. Uh, so the first idea that I had, the whale is the Antichrist. That is exactly the idea that I had. Okay, perfect. Is the, that makes the most sense, right? Yeah, yeah, the whale is the Antichrist, right? The other idea that I had was that um, Pollard somehow gets transferred to the future to hunt down the whale gotcha what he did after like the events of the first movie is he went and tried to hunt down the whale uh or he he was looking he went out on other um journeys to find the whale Mm -hmm. but never did so i think him as a character in this movie would be really good i don't think owens should be in the movie okay uh so it's so we're gonna focus on the cast of assassin 33 a.d and not the cast of because that was the next question was which cast is the focus and i i don't disagree i just think we need to figure out who the focus of the movie is i think it's um ram i'm pulling up the cast list so we can have their character ram pollard um and then the woman's name the we have to save jesus you have to save jesus Mm -hmm. her character name is oh amy amy lee amy is the name of the uh name of the character that's the yeah, that's the the female lead. Okay. For our purposes, let's call her Lee. And it's a Pollard, Ram, yeah. and Lee. If we're starting or starting this new movie where assassins left off, where they were transported to the future with the Antichrist, mm-hmm. I think we kind of have to start there, right? It'd be roughly 2050, because they said 30 years in the future. This movie was made, I think, semi-recently. So it'd be roughly, we'll just say 2050 to make it an even. Yeah. Um, and Moby Dick was published in 1850. Was it really? Yeah. I mean, it said that at the end of the oh. movie. Or he finished in ancient... I don't know. One or the other. It um, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think we used that, though. Yeah. So I think what happens is Ram and Lee are captured by the Antichrist, which is the whale, the demon. And mm-hmm. the demon wants revenge and wants to kill the captain of the, the ship that... Because I think using sort of the Moby Dick idea of the one that got away right <laughs> like mm-hmm. for the whale for the antichrist right pollard is the one that got away okay so uh perhaps then are we opening the movie and they're already captured because at the end of the movie they were with it looked like they were with oh. like the opposition like the people who were against the antichrist that's what they're saying was we need to figure out why he wants them so bad okay we can go with that um so the the whale is the antichrist and the um the people who um, find them at the end are the revolution. Like the, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Terminator. Um, <laughs> it's a lot like Terminator actually. And that they are asked to build the machine to go into the events of heart of the sea mm. to, to, to save them or to maybe kill the whale. Maybe they need to kill the antichrist then because he's that's what i'm thinking so he's not it's it's the mission to go back and kill the antichrist in 1850 or whenever when back in the 1800s yeah that could work my other thought was maybe because whaling went out of like largely went out of practice because of the discovery of like crude oil in the ground Mm -hmm. pollard was the last person to actually face off against the whale 
And so they like, we need somebody who's fought him before, knows like whatever. And so they bring Pollard to the future. But I don't dislike the parallel of this sequel where they have to go back in time to the good ship Essex mm-hmm. and actually kill the whale. Yeah. And change the timeline. Maybe they have to do it in secret and make it like, because like they can't disrupt the timeline by saving the ship. They have to kill the whale, but the events of that happen still have to occur. Yeah. So they have to also like, basically they have to sink the Essex anyway. Yeah. I feel like. And so things go about there. I feel like we've done this before in another pitch of where we're like going in and affecting the timeline. So the events still occur. I feel like we've done that before. This I'm getting deja vu. Yeah. But I mean, it's also just a very common time travel sure. trope. I like it though. I think like all the events, same events have to happen. They have to get that. The Essex has to sink. The same people have to die. What if. So this is a little tricky. They go back in time to after the events okay. of in the heart of the sea they get pollard from that point in time together they go back and they are going to kill the whale but after the events okay so so we have to fight but that also gives us this thing of like he has to watch it all happen and he can't stop he can't change time he can't affect it so he basically and they also have to keep an eye on him because you know he's going to try yeah but he can keep like the one boat from going overboard. He can stop his cousin from committing suicide. He could save everybody just all this trouble. But he can't. They have to wait. And so we can kind of wave our hands through that portion of the film. Like we don't have to show it beat for beat. It could be like he could be like in a journal like day four of of waiting. The other me is lost at sea for 61 days. This is my sorry. I, I watch a lot of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So I've been practicing his voice a lot. Okay. I love it. And, but so then we can hand wave through that until we get to the actual okay now we can fuck up this whale mm-hmm. what is the antichrist's plan because it seems like in the future in 2050 the antichrist is like a player in the game and maybe like trying to take over the world or something so is it just petty revenge or why does he want pollard i think it's because maybe it's because they know he's the only one that can kill him like or like he's the one that comes closest like okay or maybe it's just revenge like i i i don't know i don't think you get something to do with whale oil i think it is revenge which works maybe pollard also has something a MacGuffin mm-hmm. we can put out there that's why he wants him i do think the whale, the antichrist whale from the future does also time travel at some point so they're fighting two whales yeah it's it's kind of like <laughs> men in black three um yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> what if Mm-hmm. Pollard is a direct descendant of Jesus Christ. Wow. And then possibly Gold- Ram Goldstein is a direct descendant of Captain Pollard. Okay. And this is why he wants them. Like, one, he wants Ram. He wants Ram for the time machine so he can kill Pollard. And killing Pollard, you know, takes Ram off the board anyway. Mm-hmm. So he wants to just cut off that bloodline. Okay. I think it's kind of like the John Cotter. Th- uh, John, sorry. This is actually a sequel to Welcome Back Cotter, the old yeah. sitcom. Yeah. John. Isn't John Connor the guy in terminator yeah so it's the john mm-hmm. connor thing of where ram it's actually combining a lot of different things because it's also like assassin's creed uh what if ram is the one who leads the revolution in the future because other people have got a hold of future technology mm-hmm. and he is a descendant of pollard so because of the line and this whole like kind of thing of destiny of like mm-hmm. oh the antichrist wants to go kill pollard because ram will never be born and then neither will anyone like i know it's like it'll be two birds one stone like i i it just so happens you're the descendant and i really you're the one that got away and i really want to fucking kill you yeah and i think it's a destiny thing like talking about like having Mm -hmm. like sort of god like tied in or something like like if, Mm -hmm. if we want to do that 
League thing like it is in sure. uh, 33 AD of just like these two families or these two people's fates are like tied in like it'll always be the pollards versus the antichrist like <laughs> yeah i like it that's good um i guess what we want to happen at the end is they kill both whales right uh oh yeah for sure um and i think having like a cool ship battle very um pirates of the caribbean-esque um where there's like uh you know like the swirling whirlpool thing like Mm -hmm. having these two whales like encircle like these ships and like um it's sort of our climactic moment and somehow ram lee and pollard kill both of them with their ship i have a maybe they um, maybe they do get owens on board eventually or they go and ask him first and he's like no fuck no i'm not going back i I, we might need owen only because i do have a scene in mind where somebody with a bunch of c4 jumps down the blowhole okay and then detonates the c4 i love it (laughs) and that's how they kill one of the whales i love it and i mean if we're looking to sacrifice like ram or paul or not pollard we can't sacrifice pollard so like if we're looking to get rid of if we're to sacrifice ram in the fight he could also make that play sure but if we're looking to keep him then we would need somebody else yeah to make that play yeah and owen is kind of written out of history by moving to new bedford at the like after the movie or whatever sure sure also nickerson if we really want to get everyone back and like um i guess he's the one who tells the story so maybe not. Um, Moby Dick would have never happened if he didn't tell the story. But maybe it's. After. I mean, we can work around that. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. I mean, time travel. Ramstein can dress up and go tell the story. Like. Sure, sure, sure. I do kind of like that idea, honestly. But we can. I honestly thought in the movie, the way that Jesus could speak English wasn't going to be like a supernatural, like Jesus power thing that he could do. I thought it was going to be that via time travel shenanigans, Ram had gone too far back and had to become Jesus. Oh. And that was going to be the twist, was that Ram was Jesus the whole time because, to like to keep the timeline going. And also because he was so staunchly, no, he's not real, and it's not, no, no, that he had to be the one to then perpetuate the... When Jesus started speaking English in 33 <laughs> AD, I was, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I-, I thought it was just a shitty movie. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, like... I knew that there was some kind of shenaniganry afoot, but I didn't know precisely what kind, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, I mean, it was not a very good movie. That's one of the reasons I couldn't find tomatoes for it was a lot of people were talking about it in a very sort of like, I think this is a great faith based movie and and it has a lot of like good scriptural and it was like, I'm not going to just like dunk on people for being religious. Like that's pretty much what it would have amounted to. And it may surprise you to learn there aren't that many reviews of Assassin 33. Um, I'm, I'm glad I didn't have to pay for that movie. It was free on Amazon. (laughs) Wait, when? Because I checked Amazon and it wasn't free. It was. I had to rent it. I didn't have to rent it. So to recap, the Antichrist in the future wants Ram so that Ram will build him a time machine so he can go back in time. Mm-hmm. Or I think he just wants to kill Ram. But because he doesn't get Ram, the other side does when he time travels to the future. The whale decides, I'm going to go back in time and kill Pollard. Yeah. His ancestor. And he goes back in time. So then now Ram and Amy Lee have to go back in time and try to save pollard but they can't take him out of the essex they can't work there so they take him from a future point and maybe this is when nickerson mentions how pollard went back out after the whale and and ran aground in hawaii like ran a second ship around it's actually this is that story and he lies and tells them got it oh yeah i ran aground in hawaii or something like that although again we're, we're really mingling the because that's in the future anyway yeah. they get pollard and well yeah fuck it. it doesn't have to be that main mission if we're getting rid of the 
We don't even need the Essex at that point. Yeah. So it can't be just a future mission. They just go back in time to Paula. I think that's better. I think it's, we don't have to worry about like having the events of like the first movie still happen. And it's Pollard on his future missions going after the whale. Yeah. And what I imagine, because there's time travel and stuff, I, I think we have... Um, I don't know what happens between like them doing that I and, know, that's what I'm and saying. to the end. Because I just have this epic end scene in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But I think maybe it is somewhat maybe it's trying to find the whale and like where oh yeah i mean there has to we have to keep some of that heart of the sea of just the emptiness of the ocean and you're just kind of sailing around waiting to see whales like i think there's a scene towards the beginning because i think they go to owens and they tell him what's up mm-hmm. and nickerson and um, i think they go to nickerson first um and him probably a young man at this point mm-hmm. is probably like yeah uh, anything like let's let's go kill the let's go kill the whale that like caused us all this grief and everything and then they go get owens and then he's like no way and then they leave to go track the whale um and maybe there's something about the whale that they know like they know he's in this area or something i guess they know where he was originally so maybe that's where they go well i mean it's also historical records would tell them where to find like ship logs mm-hmm. that kind of thing like i don't think them finding pollard's that difficult i think we can kind of hand wave our way through some of the middle bit of like we just need like character beats so like what does ram learn and change and grow amy how does she change and grow pollard mm-hmm. does he learn and change and grow like and then we can just kind of like sure. oh yeah and then they do that like this isn't going to be a very d- detail oriented film it's mostly going to be big set pieces yeah yeah i guess ram his whole thing Maybe his thing is like changing the past and like he doesn't think that's wise, maybe like and mm. it could just also be it could be shell shock for Ram that like because he went from not believing in religion to kind of like, yeah, I think I, he was probably Jesus. He That was probably true to I'm fighting two Antichrist whales. And I imagine that whirlpool scene you're talking about at the bottom instead of the ocean. It's hell. Yeah. It's still an ocean whirlpool, but we see and like it's just this like shell shock of like being thrown into the deep end after having he like dipped his toes in like yeah I'm pretty sure that was Jesus like I, I believe him too like I'm fighting two antichrist whales in a whirlpool over hell yeah I think that that's a good like story beat for him of like he's the skeptic uh, of everything and then he gets proven that this is real because he's very like science 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 right and I guess maybe Lee's um, story could be. I don't know, maybe, like, it's, like, about learning, like, maybe she has, like, a whole art, because she didn't have much of a story in the first, in, in 33 yeah. AD, besides being the romantic interest of Ram. So maybe... We, and believing in Jesus. And believing in Jesus. Um, and being, like, kind of a religious, like, figure, mm-hmm. or, like, the person kind of pushing that forward. I think maybe her whole story thing is becoming very good at, like, sailing, and, like, maybe she has this whole, like, badass sort of, like, she becomes, like, a person with a sure. we give her the ability to have agency in this movie <laughs> like yeah. we redeem her character yeah i'm fine with that i mean that's that's i think a solid character beat for a character who's always been very passive to just suddenly be like no you know what i'm gonna step up now and like do things mm-hmm. like i think that could be that's good like she and maybe her and um nickerson like maybe nickerson mm-hmm. kind of teaches her the ropes and stuff and then they like, fuck maybe it's a love triangle maybe that's a maybe that's a 
the love triangle between a young man from the 1800s and the two time traveling scientists from the future. We retcon that his wife is actually Lee. <laughs> we could do that. We'd have to reshoot all of those scenes with that act, an old woman that looks like that actress. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so Pollard's thing maybe it's just closure. Like I think he's this hard. He's this probably like. More... I mean, we can also dig into the obsession. Yeah. Uh, like or um, Ram also learns because you know like in the movie the first movie he was very much like a workaholic and like we got to get it done we got to figure it out we got to keep working we got to keep working and he sees pollard's just like obsession with the whale and learns like oh shit maybe i do need to like calm down a little bit like it runs in the family but maybe i do need to learn to like just chill sometimes that's pretty good i also like how um because on the island in uh mm. in heart of the sea uh pollard and owen have this kind of talk about god and i kind of like how this is kind of fitting into this it's like i did notice something that island is shaped like a whale it is i didn't notice that the 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 huge hill on the island looks kind of like the front of a whale and then at the back there's like a little mound mm. that looks kind of like when the tail is before the flippers of the tail come out you see like the bony spine part of the tail mm-hmm. it looks like that just coming up over the water that's good i like that Okay, so we have then our character beats, and I think that we kind of just flesh those out. Like, like I said, like Rams is seeing Pollard's like just obsession and like over consuming him, and like, oh shit, maybe. And somebody's like, maybe uh, Amy Lee's like, hey, like now I see where you get it from. Oh, I'm nothing like that. And she's like learning to do stuff on the ship. Maybe even just because like this sounds shitty. Rams not there to talk to her. Yeah. Or, like, engage with her. So she just, like, starts helping about the ship and actually, like, oh, I'm good at this. And, like, really, and kind of finds, like, oh, hey, like, I can, like, I don't need people. Like, I can be my own person, et cetera, et cetera. What if Amy Lee is the person in the final, uh, we can have her be the person who lands the final blow in the, in to the Antichrist whale, <laughs> to the future whale. And I want to, like, to distinguish ourselves, let's move to the big the big ending, I think. Oh, yeah, let's, let's get to let's, the let's get to the fight let's here. Let's get to it. They they hunt down the whale. The the future whale shows up. Like, they're, maybe they have the, old, the past whale on the rocks. Mm-hmm. That's when future whale time jumps in. Mm-hmm. Now they're fighting two whales. Yeah. And they start circling, and that's what starts opening the portal to hell yeah. and really fucks it up. And let's dig into this. And I think, sort of like Pirates of the Caribbean-esque, like, um with the all the ships like i imagine like in that moment like owens mm-hmm. comes like they're like in like like it looks like it's just this one ship between these two big whales and then mm-hmm. owens comes with like a fleet of like a, like a navy and to give mm-hmm. them like fighting chance of like trying to um to kill the, both of the whales and maybe maybe there's a way to open a portal and like have a bunch of like other ships come in or something i don't know see i i think that logically i just for the reason for so that there are stakes we don't have a shitload of future weapons mm-hmm. showing up um they they don't care the antichrist is in the like they're going to while the antichrist is gone in the future they're gonna like take as much ground back as they can that's good he's not home so we're, yeah maybe we cut back so like they're they're making advances and that way that we can keep the stakes very much tech from the 1800s fighting these two whales mm-hmm. and not suddenly like the shield helicarrier comes through a portal and just starts firing like laser cannons yeah which would be awesome but i have i have a set piece in my mind that i think will make help with amy like you're saying kill like the future whale at some point pollard and like basically most of the main characters are fighting or doing something elsewhere. So she's in command of the ship. Okay. And she gets them to set the right. So as they actually come around, they sling out like over the portal to hell. And 
they've like this the on the bow of the ship the long arm that the thing spears through the whale yeah that's good but then we have the visual of this like this like whaling vessel going around and then all of a sudden it breaks off and we just it just sails over an open portal to hell and spears one of the whales that's great and i think in the end for the past whale the past antichrist mm-hmm. whale and i think maybe pollard is the one who takes it down or pollard and owen maybe because building off the first one uh nicholson who's smaller can fit into the blowhole <laughs> and like that that's just something maybe and that it, i was gonna say he's plants it in the blowhole and then climbs out and then like the thing explodes yeah that's a better idea i don't think anybody actually has to die in that scene but i do think ned ned needs to scurry down the blowhole <laughs> and yeah uh, and plant the charges and then he climbs out and then well i think we have a great scene of them like running a wire along like they're running along the back of the whale with the wire so they're far enough away from the explosion oh oh we gotta work in a line like from hell's heart i stab at thee because that's in moby dick uh, and they're yeah. literally circling a, a whirlpool over hell so pollard needs to have some kind of i stab at the hell's heart and then that's great maybe pollard should be the one who does it i, I don't know i feel it's i feel it's just more powerful no, that's he blows it up. I think we need we use Nickerson though, like you said, in a reference kind of the first movie that works. He scurries down, sets the charges, oh, comes back it. out, and then then that's what I'm saying. They're running along the back of the whale, like with the wire to a safe distance. And then when they get there, Pollard punches the button. Okay. Love it. Okay, we killed two Antichrist whales. Like, what what happens next? What do you think? How do they get home? Or I guess they have the watches so they can go home, but I, we might make an amendment. The The past whale mm-hmm. doesn't actually maybe die. Like, the, it falls into the portal and hell closes up because arguably they changed the future if they kill the Antichrist in the past. Sure. And then we get into the whole time continuum thing mm-hmm. that they're trying not to do. So maybe they at least, like, they stop him, but they seal him away. He gets sealed away in hell or something. I, and we can just kill him. It's not a huge deal. I mean, Amy and, <laughs> Amy and Ram Goldstein now just live in the 1800s. I like the idea of sealing him in that hell because it's like, oh, it's okay. over. He can't do anything else. Until it's not over. It's not over. It's only just beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go take up killing vampires now. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of some buttons. I think Ram and Lee return. I think they still have the watches and are able to. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then Pollard retires, right? I think like, or yeah. like. That's the thing. I think that we joke, like he comes back and. This is when Nickerson's story, he said, you know, he sailed, he went looking for the whale again, and he sank another, or he ran another boat aground off of Hawaii. This was that adventure. He just lied and told Mm -hmm. them that story. Like, everybody stuck to the lie for that story, because one, no one would believe them otherwise. And so I like, I think that that works. And that's how we can kind of, again, tie into the canon of the first movie. Well, I mean, they can't really return to the future, because that was the whole thing, was the timelines changed to the future that they came from doesn't exist, so they can't go back. Mm. That was where it was confusing, because it sounded like Ram was saying, once we change time, and the timelines diverge, we are these will try to send us back to our original timeline that doesn't exist anymore, so we'll just basically blow up. Got it. I don't know. So they can't go back to the future. So they just they just become whalers with... They, they join Owen's merchandise, merchantile... Uh, I mean, that, that works. I also, one thing that they could do is before they blow up the second, the old whale, they go back to the future because at mm. that point their timeline still exists. Okay. Yeah. That, or, that's a good, that's a good moment. I think, I think that's, 
I think that's a great moment because actually. they have to have faith that that it's going to work. Yeah, because it isn't because they could still kill the Antichrist rail from the, from the future, and their mm-hmm. timeline would be fine because he traveled back, right? And then, but once, Correct. but I think it's like a like they need to before he gets it done or whatever. It's like a time thing of just like okay, we need to go now. Yeah, there's this like flux, and yeah. it's like because what we saw in. The movie, the first movie, when Ahmed, the benefactor who turned out to be a terrorist, was with um, the Hispanic doctor, mm-hmm. they went. They were in the future, and we saw the timeline changing around them. So it seems like if you're already yeah. back, it will change around you. If it's already changed, you're fucked. Yeah. So they have to go before the whale is killed, the old whale, because their their timeline's still technically intact, and it'll change around them once they do it. So they have to just like leap of faith that this mission, that this plan with the bombs is going to succeed, and that like, which I think works pretty well. And then, yeah, Pollard and Nickerson blow up a, the Antichrist. Yeah, I think that's where Owen comes in because they're like the old whale's tumbling like it's going to go towards hell, and then all of a sudden we just see Owen chase a ship crest into the whirlpool and swing around and like pick them up. That's great. I like that. And that's how like everybody gets home safe. Yeah, and maybe they have a good one. It's just like Owen. I think we're going to have to lie about this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, Mr. Chase, this one, I think I'm going to have to tow the company line about or something like that. And he's like, that's probably a good call, Captain Pollard. Yeah. I think we're going to have to tell a white, a little white lie. Oh. And then it, Owen says back, I think it's more of a big white lie. Because <laughs> it's a white whale. You get it? Oh. Uh, oh. Um, oh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Hello, comedy. I'd like a medal sent to my co-host Madison Jones in Chicago. What size crown do you wear? Uh, 17. So yeah, size 17 crown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Cool. And the lube. All that crown lube. Um, well, it's, it, it, the size 17 crown is actually too small, so I need the lube to like just shove it on my head. Oh, it's not for your head. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we did it. Uh, Oddly... This one, like, I, I think we kind of fit some parallels. Um, I like the um, I like the parallel between obsession. Like, I like the obsession uh-huh. thing of like, mm-hmm. Ram is obsessed with his work or whatever. He's obsessed with science, and then like the obsession. And I think in this one, fixing his mistakes as well, because yeah. like he invented the time machine, and it's still in use. Yeah. So Pollard is fixated on the is obsessed with the whale. The Antichrist mm-hmm. is obsessed themselves with, with Pollard. Pollard. Like it's I think it's cool. Um right. I think we did. I think it. we did it. I mean, as much as we're gonna be able to combining these two bonkers ass movies. Yeah. It was oddly too easy. I think we're getting a little yeah, it too was. good at this. <laughs> mm. So so what do we call this? The whale is the Antichrist. That's oh, all. God. Um I was gonna look up some I was gonna do a little bit of research like biblically into the Antichrist. Um I mean Assassin 33 AD colon Revelations. That's pretty good. I like that. All right. There we go. Assassin 33 AD Revelations. I like that we didn't work in in the heart of the sea. Yeah. No. All right. Well, uh, if we did it, that it's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers. Uh, you can always get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. As always, we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. 
Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Step Stratton, off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S as in O-Y-E-S. The full album is available on all streaming services now. Next time, we are joined by Alex Greyhawk, who will bring us Hackers 2. Oh my god, yes. So... For the Equalizers, I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Hack the planet. To be continued. First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do the two-step strut. Come on, hands with me. Mm-hmm.